0: ginger on ginger ginger on ginger jacob has red hair so does alex Yay! welcome to ginger on ginger the podcast for two redhead comedians choose a word phrase or concept then discuss it through their gingery lands i'm jacob godby i'm alex tate i was thinking about it the other day i i, figured, I guess i could let you like do an intro sometime <laughs>
1: uh, i don't know it's very stressful you've got it You've nailed it down pretty pat. I was just thinking that, like two episodes ago, I went, "God, I hope he doesn't ask me to ever do that because I'll just fuck fuck <laughs> it up." Which amazingly, we did not talk about. This segues super nicely into I what I was going to tell you. I so we've opened the store back up a little bit by like a by appointment only right where I work so I'm working pretty consistent hours at least you know man I feel like my social skills have plummeted (laughs) and just like talking to people I had to leave someone a voicemail today because they their shoes had gotten in yeah and I ended it with (laughs) yep well see you soon (laughs) bye-bye
0: that is exactly
1: how I ended it and then as I hung up the phone I went what the fuck was that What was that?
0: Yeah, something similar happened to me. I was talking to someone. It was one of my parents. And I said, lol, at the end of a sentence, (laughs) like lol. And I was like, oh, no.
1: (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, man, yeah. I'm stumbling over my words like all the time. I have, especially face-to-face, I have no social skills anymore. And that used to be the thing I like prided myself on was talking. I've always been good at like talking. And now that has gone to shit. Turns out you need to practice it.
0: (laughs) That's funny and a little tragic, because uh, I feel you. I'm in the same boat big time. I'm speaking like I'm texting now, and I've realized all my texts end in haha, because that's what I do at the end of every sentence. i am be like, oh, look at that grass over there. <laughs> and, you know, so I just text it all the time, too. Do you? That's I hate that. I now hate you. You text ha-ha at the
1: end of every text? Almost.
0: Like, not consciously. I'm trying not to, but it happens. Um, Uh, i have a story for you alex okay and i meant to tell it last week but it's still relevant uh so my mom listens to this guy he's got a radio show out of nashville okay uh his name is bobby bones have you heard of him (laughs) no i
1: fuck okay fuck bobby bones
0: bobby bones yeah no i know (laughs) he just has this like radio show slash podcast where they just talk about whatever and working from home from my parents' house for six weeks. I often heard him in the distance in my mom's office. And uh, he's not unentertaining, but I don't understand why people listen to him, but he's got a huge following. And my mom, when we were driving up to Missoula, uh, for me to fly back to Texas, made us listen to one of his episodes. Hmm. And it was just, it was okay. Like it it was dry and there was a lot of like, pauses and stuff like they didn't exactly know how to do it from home yet is it is it comedy is it like what are we talking it's about it's not no it's just like it's just like talk they just talk about whatever they talk about news stories they talk about it's like it's like A radio show relic, it seems like, you know, back in the 70s or 80s when radio shows you listened because of the personality, not because of the premise or content.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They would have like like the morning show and it would be they would play one song every half an hour, but it would mainly just be them talking for 28 minutes. Yeah.
0: A lot like this show, which we are not selling on a premise like most podcasts. Um, (laughs) But I noticed every story they talked about, he somehow flipped it to be about himself. Like they started talking about the newest season of The Bachelor and how it's gonna be the oldest contestant ever. And he was like, oh yeah, she slid into my DMs. We talked, I would never tell you what we talked about, but she slid into him and I was like, I don't, <laughs> this is bothering me. Oh, so no. they, at the very end, they say that there's a voicemail line. So we're in the truck and my dad's driving, my mom is you yes. know in the passenger seat. Yes. And I dial the voice line and it goes, hey, welcome
2: Bobby Bones. And I, I'm like- Got a call from Jacob in Montana. Hey, Bobby, I'm
0: not a regular listener, but my mom is. And I just want to say that she served my dad
2: divorce papers, and we're really excited. So uh, it'd be awesome if you could give her a shout-out. All right. Uh, <laughs> we never said her name, though. Huh.
1: interesting. Just a
2: PSA. If you're going to ask for a shout-out, say the name. We'd love to. But hey, Mom. It's weird, too. He's, like, talking about his mom and his dad. If it was, like, his mom and his stepdad, I feel like I would hear, I would understand the passion. I'm going
1: to assume he probably doesn't have the best relationship with his dad.
2: Yeah. You know what assumes get you? Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Make what? Yeah. A out of you and me. A-S-S. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Jacob, Montana, appreciate that call. Also, you don't have to say you're not a regular listener. You can just call and go, <laughs> my mom's a big fan. Sometimes people will come up to me and be like, hey, man. And they'll, have, they'll be like, I just want to tell you, I never even heard of your show. But my cousin's a big fan. Can I get a picture? <laughs> Literally, all you have to do is go, hey, can I get a picture? I would love to take it with you. I love taking it. Maybe not right now during Corona. But I love taking pictures with people. But you don't have to come up and be like, hey, Bobby, listen, I've never even heard of you, but my friend over there thinks you're, thinks you're awesome. Can I get a picture with you? Just You can just say, do you mind taking a picture? I would love to. <sighs> uh, I don't even know.
0: Now, I do want to say, I, you know, divorce is not funny, but as my parents who were high school sweethearts were sitting together in the truck, I thought it would be a funny thing to say uh, to in, them, in front of them, to my mom's favorite show. And now I'm kind of secretly... To hoping she calls one of the podcasts I listen to and I don't know, like describes a embarrassing baby photo or something. Yeah. 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 Hey, just, uh, just calling in. Just wanted you to know my 26 year old son just shit his pants. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the Bobby bones podcast. I purposely didn't plug our show or anything we do because I knew that wouldn't make it on. There's also a little more to the story that I just remembered. So in the, the school I work at the preschool has an Instagram. It's private do not try to follow it. They won't let you in, but we post content. That's how I've been teaching from home is filming videos and we put them up on there. Mm-hmm. And one of the family members of the preschool messaged my boss and she was like, hey, are Mr. Jacobs' parents getting divorced? I heard, I think I heard him on Bobby Bones this morning. Oh, no. Hilarious. And so my boss messaged me and she was like, this is a totally inappropriate message to have to deal with. But uh, here you go are you are you okay and i was like yes yeah. so that was a joke <laughs>
1: <laughs> your boss does not know you well enough
0: <laughs> no i know right so but i was kind of impressed that this parent recognized jacob from the bobby bones show and messaged my workplace to check up on me
1: <laughs> nice
0: what's our word of the day
1: jacob our, our word our concept today is the weather mainly because Uh, In Missoula here, we're in a valley called Hellgate Valley or Hellgate Canyon that um, the wind blows like a motherfucker at random times. That's why it's called Hellgate. Um, And for the past two days, it's been going real hard. And it's I was biking yesterday and um, I was biking to work and I was biking directly into like a 40 mile an hour headwind to the point that the wind was like slowing me down yeah like i was I physically was working pretty hard so i was sweating and it was blowing directly into my eyes thus causing my eyes to water right and they were watering and like fully streaking down the sides of my face like horizontally (laughs) and i rode past the group of like old grandma ladies who were just like out for their little like social distance walk Mm -hmm. and they were like oh no honey and it because from their perspective it just looked like I was just bawling my eyes out cuz I was working hard I was like physically working hard so I was like sweating and panting and so it looked like I was just having a full blown meltdown on my as I just like biked away yes. into the wind
0: <laughs> uh, it's okay to cry alex but i'll give you this one Yeah, I had to be like no no it's because the wind's in and i was like then i was like trying
1: to say that while like i'm out of breath and i was like bye. ah ah <laughs> That's funny.
0: You know, when the wind kicks up, dude, all I got to say is it just must be something in the air, you know?
1: Okay. Um,
0: that's that's <laughs> it for this day. Uh,
1: today's <laughs> podcast. Thanks for joining
0: everybody. Um,
1: I'm leaving. It was
0: really, it was really windy here this week too. And I just looked at the weather. I'm supposed to move apartments in like three days and it's going to rain for the next eight days. So that's cool.
1: Ugh, isn't it like already like 97 degrees in Austin? That's outrageous to me.
0: The day I got here, it was 92. And since then, it's been low 80s, high 70s. And that's Ooh. been wonderful. And there's been a breeze. It's actually been really, really nice out. But uh, yeah, it's going to rain the minute I need to take all of my stuff out of my apartment. So I'm, I'm excited about that. If you could live at
1: like the ideal, what's your ideal
0: weather? Uh, like 75 and then up to up to the 90s in the summer. So you can do like water sports and stuff.
1: Okay but that's it forever.
0: But I like but I like seasons. I I would want of like an autumn. I like to see the leaves change and stuff. What I don't like? And and I even I, I can get by with snow. What I don't like is winter threatening my existence.
1: Yeah. Yeah, those storms that are so gnarly that you're like if I go outside, there's a high chance I will get hurt or die.
0: Yeah, or I need to drive to the store, but I might die on the way. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Or I'm trying to get home for Thanksgiving. Let me take eight hours to do what's normally a four hour drive. Oh, that sort man. of thing. Hate it. Uh,
1: one time. So I've I grew up in Jackson, Wyoming. They get like 600 inches of snow a year there. Um, tons of snow. That's where I learned how to drive. Then uh, now I live in Montana. We don't get as much snow here, but we still get plenty. I'm, I'm very confident driving in the snow to a fault. Um, I will admit, and I only, kn- I only knew it was to a fault. Uh, this one time, this is the first time this ever happened to me. I was driving. I had to work Christmas Eve, and I was driving to my father's house in Idaho. Um, on like really late, I had to work really late, and so I left at like seven, uh, p.m. And, or eight p.m. something. It was it was pitch black out. Um, and there's two passes on the way um to my father's house and i was just starting the first pass and i was like it was down the blizzard was so gnarly that it was down to single lane on the highway Uh you know like oh yeah people had just picked the middle and we were all just kind of like agreed that we're just gonna go in the middle (laughs) yep which i have done multiple times and again like this is how i knew i was like way too cocky about My ability to drive in the snow um, because I was like getting a little fed up and some people had pulled off onto an exit because I think they were just like giving up they were like we're over it yeah. it was a, you know I, you couldn't see like it's one of those storms that if you put your brights on it's actually worse because all it does is illuminate the snow and you can't see anything it
0: looks like hyperspace or hyperspeed i mean in star wars
1: yeah it's cool but uh, it's terrifying at the same time because you can't you're like i can't see anything and uh so i was like oh finally so I, I like pick up the pace we were going like 30 i pick up the pace to like 60 and come down this hill and kind of when you're like suspension like lowers itself as you start to rise back up um, onto the next hill. I just like it put I don't know what happened, but I fishtailed fully like I was almost like fully sideways going 60 miles an hour. And I mean, poo just shot out of me. A lot of <laughs> poo came shooting out of me. And I was like, I it was the, the scariest thing I think I've ever happened to me in a car. And then I just went twenty-five miles an hour with everybody else the rest of the time. And I had to thank yep. thank whatever Karma gods or whatever uh afforded me not to crash right there because I don't know how I got away with it. It was terrible. I was going way too fast for the conditions. It was super dumb.
0: I understand what you're getting at. You know, growing up with a father who is exceptionally good at driving in the winter, also to a fault, and has never turned around. I kind of instilled that in me where I'm like, oh, I can do it. I can do it. And so then I put myself in these conditions where the worst anxiety I've ever felt, the most I've ever feared for my life on these winter roads, on mountain passes, 600 feet drop off on your right side, nothing on your left, you know, the the oncoming lane of traffic. So, yeah, uh, I don't need that, man. That is part of the reason I left Montana is so I don't have to deal with that anymore. (laughs) you don't
1: have to you don't have to like battle with the outside
0: no i don't and it's been pretty nice i mean as far as like driving goes other states like put lights on their roads and yeah. there's not snow it's i mean yeah. Montana knows how to bank a turn that you can take at 80, but like Texas, you know, lights their freeways. So.
1: <laughs> right. Well, like people live in between the cities. There's things as like the suburbs and then there's smaller towns. And we've mentioned it on this podcast before, but you get kind of outside of the cities in Montana. There ain't there ain't shit. So why would they light it up?
0: There's nothing. Yeah, that's true. This is all reminding me of a pretty bad turn of luck that I had multiple times in high school involving uh bus rides i know we talked about this i think it was last week or two weeks ago where you only took like yellow buses to on sports trips and stuff
1: yeah yeah
0: but we took these cruisers with bathroom and like upholstered seats and stuff uh so my freshman year we're at state speech and drama in missoula and we pull out of fuddruckers get hit by a drunk driver and then (laughs) sorry sorry that was i laughed at the wrong
1: point I, i laughed in my mind, when you said pulled out of Ruckers, and then my brain went, ha ha, because Ruckers is funny. And but then you immediately said got hit by a drunk driver. So <laughs> it sounded like I was laughing. at got hit by a drunk driver, which that was not the part I was laughing at.
0: OK, so then the next year at State Speech and Drama, we're in Bozeman and we get snowed in. And so (laughs) we can't go home. We're just at a hotel, you know? And then the next year we're going on a band trip and the alternator stops working as we're on like snowy roads. And so the whole windshield fogs up and we have to just pull over. And then later that same year, we're headed back from a speech and drama meet and the antifreeze like line pops and we just shoot antifreeze all over the highway. So we pull over and we wait for an hour. And then finally... The year after that, nothing happened. But so many of those, actually all of them, happened in the dead of winter where pulling over on the side of the road because your antifreeze is leaking could be a life or death situation if someone doesn't come along fast enough. No, no. I mean, the
1: same thing would happen to us. I remember one time, so since we were on the yellow school bus, they had those, like, the normal school bus seats, right? Yep. Um, We would all lay
0: How do those not have seat belts yet?
1: Oh, it's atrocious. I have seen some with them now. I don't know what the fuck I was doing on a school bus, but this was like four years ago when they had seat belts. Apparently, they're like kids need to be in a booster seat and be safe at all times, unless we put forty of them together on one car, then they can all die off each other. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This is terrible. And uh, I remember asking that like early on in my life like where are the seatbelts on this and they're like oh that's why they pad the back of them so you just fly into the back of the first seat and i'm like you would
0: <laughs> i would like kick it
1: and i was like that is a piece of leather pulled over metal there's no padding there
0: yeah that must be why they pad the the ceiling of the bus too for when it flips over into the ditch
1: <laughs> yeah um oh uh, two stories about it. so one time we uh so we would all lay down on those seats right and we would put our feet of course up. we would either put our feet across the aisle or we would put our feet up on the and i remember one time my head coach he this is just who he was he was a great guy my head coach of the basketball team would just like st- st- stood up and he was like everybody wake the fuck up sit up and shut up And we're all like, what? And he was like, sit up. Everybody sit up. And we all just sit up. And sure enough, we sit up. And you couldn't see two inches in front of the bus. It was such a gnarly blizzard. And the bus driver was going like 30 miles an hour. And he was like, and everybody shut up. And we all did just like be quiet and like fear for our lives as this bus driver went, drove. Yeah, I know that feeling very well. And then the other thing, this was the same coach that did this. I think the girls bus, girls basketball bus broke down. So they were with us as well, which is fine, but they were in the back. We were in the front and our bus driver
0: hit a deer going like, yeah, My, I did that too. Or not me, but our bus driver did that once too. Going like 80 and uh, guess what?
1: Obliterated the deer. Didn't affect the bus at all. We just hear, we just heard like a really loud bang, like boom, sounds like a gunshot. And yep. the bus driver just keeps going doesn't slow down at all doesn't stop <laughs> to look at it or anything brutal and everyone was like what was that and one of the the uh one of our players like looks up and he's like we just hit a bunny <laughs> and our coach i think wanted to like save us from like the horrors of us hitting a deer so he was like yeah yeah it was just a bunny like it was fine and i was like we like we went from 80 to 60 I don't think a bunny would slow down a bus by like 20 miles an hour <laughs> yeah, and make that nice. loud of a noise, but whatever. We all went along with it. And then we get to our destination. Half of this deer was still stuck in the front of the bus oh, and no. it had just splattered blood all the way down the side of the bus and all in like the wheel oh, well no. and everything. And we were like,
0: Jesus Christ, that wasn't a bunny, it was a fucking deer. <laughs> There's a gigantic bunny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what that's what I kept saying.
1: I was like, there's no that was the biggest bunny of all time if that was a bunny then.
0: So, let's not let's talk about something like a season that <laughs> or do you have any good winter stories? I'm like I'm trying to everybody's going to think I hate winter all the time. And in some ways that's valid, but in other ways I have fond memories of sledding and snowball fights and fort building and stuff like that. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh sledding became like really intense in my life. Like, I don't know why I was like a good skier from an early age. So when my friends would ask me to go sledding, we would all be like, all right, what's like the gnarliest dumb shit we could sled? And we would always get severely injured, I feel like.
0: I got a case of whiplash once from sledding. I ended up turning backwards and taking a jump and when I landed my neck just like whipped back and oh yeah it hurt for like a week dude I was like oh man that has for
1: sure happened to me before it happened to be skiing but the same thing I like tried to do some 360 or something and only made it three quarters of the way so I like landed sideways on the hill and just shit whipped my neck and (laughs) since it's snow it's always like oh, all right. Like, it didn't hurt at the time. I was like, I'm good. I just kind of bounced back up and kept going and woke up the next day and was like, what is wrong? I feel like I've been kicked by a donkey. I can't even, like, turn my neck. It hurts so bad. Yeah, yeah.
0: Snow sports have a way of doing that, too. I feel like... And you've you've had way worse skiing injuries than I have, but I feel like I don't get sore the day of. I get sore the next morning. When I wake up, I'm like, "Oh, I just used a bunch of muscles I haven't used since last year." It, that's kind of like the I think that's
1: why initially I really liked skiing is because in my tiny child brain, I was like, "You can't get hurt as long as you don't hit a tree. If all you hit is the snow, you'll be fine." Even like hard snow is like pretty soft. Um, like you'll be fine. And then I, I got into mountain biking. Uh, really heavily when I was a kid and so it's the exact opposite even like the s- slowest speed crash mountain biking hurts yeah and you've severely you've got cuts and scrapes and road rash and it, it fucking kills it hurts so bad and so I was just convinced that skiing is better and then I have since hurt myself very bad skiing and was like yeah Never mind.
0: people don't understand how fast you
1: get going on a mountain bike too i'm a big i'm a big weenie just from all biking i had a really severe mountain bike crash where i got like a severe concussion and i have scars on my body from it and i have just been i don't bike fast anymore <laughs> like i don't know why I, I can't i have like a block we were i was a road biking with my dad recently um and we just went up a hill and then it was a quite a gnarly hill and turned around and came down it and i couldn't i don't know i was like tapping my brakes and which i know sounds normal but the old me wouldn't have tapped my brakes at all i would have just sent it the entire the way down but oh i'm a oh a is our up. little
0: alex is he growing up yeah this is cute yeah i was actually just thinking the other day uh for go on about going for a bike ride and then i thought back to how much my dad and i biked around when i was a kid not wearing helmets where now that helmet is on every time.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't have a helmet either. This time that we're talking about, so we were going down a hill, and I was like, "No, man, I'm not about okay. it." Yeah, I that time that mountain bike crash I had, I hit my head so hard that on the ground that I broke my helmet, like my helmet shattered. Ugh. Which, like, I went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Yeah, if you didn't have a helmet on, you'd be like in a coma or dead." Um, the helmet was supposed to break that like releases the energy, but it is like it's it is at a certain point that if you hit your head hard enough, the helmet will break. And uh, yeah, I reached that point and it was. Yeah. So helmets work.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, I was thinking about seasons and then I was like, the topic is actually weather. So then I'm like rain uh you know uh have you ever been in a hurricane (laughs) and i I did want
1: to tell tell you one more story and it has to do with the rain and and it has to do with me being a strange child and i still feel the urge to do this but i don't because i'm an adult and people would judge me now and people judge me back then but it was just my parents um i had this like obsession with thunderstorms like with raging thunderstorms i thought they were so cool they're cool and we would get these like micro bursts in jackson of just like hellacious wind and lightning and thunder and like sideways rain and it would only be like mm, 10 minutes long you know right and then it wouldn't be fine yep 15 minutes long but it looked like the world was gonna end and um we had this big field out my uh, backyard for most of the time it's actually been developed now which is sad but most of the time that I lived in my childhood home we had this gigantic field out the backyard and um, I this is so weird and I don't know why I did this I would go out in nothing but like basketball shorts and that's it I would have no shoes on I would have no shirt on and just like stand against the wind with like my hands up and just be like yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and just be like be excited about it being like stormy as shit out i would just like stand in this field with lightning all around me which is a terrible idea and then just like like cheer on a storm i don't know why i did that and i hope you know i still feel the urge to do that when like a huge storm comes in i'm like man i wish i was just standing out there why what is that what is that inside me but i want to i want to just stand in it it's like
0: i love a good thunderstorm though too like uh, Texas definitely gets, um, my hometown in the spring, there's usually like a thunderstorm nightly or like there used to be when I was a kid, I don't know about now, but when I was a kid, our deck had a tin roof on it. And so it would just start raining like crazy. And my dad and I would like put earplugs plugs in and then go sit out on the deck, watch the storm. And then just the tin is just like smashing <laughs> with the rain. Yeah. And actually when I moved to Austin last year, it's, it's kind of uh coincidental that this is happening again this week the, I, I drove from Los Angeles to Austin over three days. I was like, I'm just going to take my time, not worry too much about it. That's a good and on way the to last do it. day on the last day is one of the worst rainstorms I've ever driven in. <laughs> and I had everything I owned in my car with me. I was like, well, here we go. This is going to be, uh, this is, might be it, man. This like Austin is testing me. Like, are you sure you can enter? And but <laughs> right, It just like, but you know when your windshield wipers are going at their full capacity, and that's still not enough. I we drove the entire shaft of Florida, um, last summer,
1: from like the super northern part of the shaft to the very very tip down to the keys. I'm sorry, do they actually call it the shaft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the shaft of Florida down to the tip, and then out the uh, little pee pee that's coming out. That, that's the, That's the keys. <laughs> um, you ever put a key in your pee pee? I've done it once or twice. I think it's actually called sounding.
0: That's correct. The more you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we like this whole time just like chased this rainstorm, and it happened to us like six or seven times on this seven hour drive down, down the shaft of Florida, where it was just like that. I mean, rain, like biblical rain, of which the likes this little mountain boy has never seen right i was astounded i was like what is happening i was freaking out windshield wipers were on full i couldn't see two feet in front of me because of rain somehow that makes sense for me for snow but not for rain um because like snow kind of like gently flutters down you know like rain is coming at you
0: yeah rain and hail Um, yeah we
1: stopped at a gas station and i parked under like the little gas station roof and got out and it was one of the weirdest experiences because it was just actual like sheets of water all around me i was in like a dry cube with sheets of water just coming down all around me and i went into the gas station to uh get some snacks and i like talked to the guy there and i was like what the fuck is happening and he just went you're not from here and I was like, you deal with this? And I guess that's how people see like the blizzards you and me deal with. But I had never experienced rain like that. And I don't think I ever will. It was outrageous.
0: While I was back in Montana for the last six weeks, I was texting pictures of snow to Austin friends that have never seen it. And they're like, but is it like soft? Is it cold? What does it feel like? And Wait, really? They've really <laughs> like, never
1: seen it? Like they've never physically never experienced seen, it?
0: Like, like accumulated snow. It snows once in a while in Austin and melts by like noon. So they've never seen enough that you can like make a snowman with.
1: Oh, that's like an insane concept to me. And I know it shouldn't be because actually more people probably haven't experienced snow than have experienced snow. But yeah,
0: more people live closer to the equator than yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: for sure. Like, but yeah, that's just like wild to me. I always I always said the being a weatherman in Los Angeles is got to be one of the easiest jobs in America.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more a personality thing than an actual meteorology thing. Yeah um it's like 77 again and uh i always love that's it to see because i I might be right or i may be wrong about this i mean that would be a horrible way to start this i might be (laughs) right alex (laughs) (laughs) I might be wrong, but like in Anchorman, you know, when everyone is like, we're going to make it to network. Well, I remember one time we went to Great Falls as part of like the journalism class hmm. and we went to the news station there and my teacher was like, so is what's the goal here? And like, you all want to make it to network. And it was like this 22 year old fresh anchor. And he was like, yeah, that's the goal. And so I love seeing like super eager uh, weather people and uh, like news the, the sports guy,
1: the the like local yeah. sports guy is all, who just Love desperately it. wants to be on ESPN.
0: Yes, it's so good.
1: And they're they're trying to come up with their catchphrases. Well, pippity Poppity,
0: <laughs> look at my asshole. That's a home run. And you're like, what? What the yeah. fuck did you just say? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he's tra- he's going for basic cable
1: <laughs> he's good. he wants to be a sportscaster and
0: the new hbo sportscast yeah oh i would watch <laughs> we that we got sex drugs i would watch that in a heartbeat dude they do a line off the desk and they're like all right let's talk about football
1: yeah and they could cuss and say whatever they want i would i would watch that for sure i would also watch um here we go new new uh show idea nobody copy this under any circumstances it's just you and me commentating real actual sporting events but we're just cracking jokes the entire time
0: whoa i bet nobody's ever thought of that before (laughs) we should i mean we can do that we can pop on zoom and we can do an old uh like let's talk about this more after the show i don't want to give it all away uh so alex i have some weird news but i have i've discovered a loophole here So, when I was in Montana for six weeks, if
1: you do it in the butt, you technically don't lose your virginity.
0: That's correct. And I got that's how I got around losing my virginity while I was back in Montana. But while I was there, I also was able to take pictures of the police blotter every day or every week myself. And this week, my mom threw the paper away and didn't get me a picture. So, if you'll do it with me, I was thinking this week we could improvise a police blotter.
1: Okay.
0: On Saturday, a caller reported seeing 14 rats masturbating outside of her house and and making eye contact with her directly.
1: (laughs) That's where you went, where I'm going to improv the police blotter. And you went uh, aggressively masturbate 14 aggressive masturbating rats
0: yeah man that's out of all the police blotters
1: (laughs) you've read you didn't come up with something benign like someone called someone called the police today because their neighbor had parked a little bit over the line on their spot and they needed to get the police involved which is more likely to happen you went with i know what happens in my hometown rats masturbating very aggressively
0: Let's break it down. I mean, I included a lot of details. I think that if it were a real thing, would be included in my hometown police blotter, which is. 14 such a specific number people in my hometown have time to count the rats they would they would they would not
1: call the police until they had counted them i need to tell the police how many there are there's 14 and one of them looks ready to leave so if you come here and there's only 13 know that there's one out there and i want you to catch that motherfucker as well
0: yeah (laughs) and the eye contact as well i included that detail because that's something someone would notice like just 14 rats staring at you (laughs) yeah
1: you would definitely move a little bit like side to side and see if they follow you you're like what's just there? to see yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and they do yeah and you're like jesus christ and it would be a little um you know it would make you it would make me feel a little good
0: yeah i don't know what they like about me but i'm okay with it kind of thing
1: yeah uh, you know you know that like old saying where they're like you're someone's reason to masturbate and everyone's like i i doubt it well what if you were 14 rats reasons to <laughs> masturbate <laughs>
0: All right, your turn. You make up a police blotter entry. <laughs> okay. Uh, at ten oh six p.m., a caller reported that
1: uh, their car had been broken into by fourteen rats who were aggressively masturbating in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, these rats, man. We gotta get we gotta get them under control.
1: Oh no, that he was the good guy. I was gonna say we need to... S- Sick, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on them, and this could be some epic battle. But then I remembered that a rat was their father. Yeah,
0: Splinter's the good guy, yeah. Shredder's the but maybe Splinter, maybe this is the weird, like the gritty Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot where they have to take down their dad who is terrorizing people with his uh rat phallus or or or, the, or, or his like
1: whole family, right? Because there's no way hit, Splinter as a rat it has no family at all rats have ton of offspring so splinter's like oh today's adversary is my own family
0: is that what you think is do these rats are they all related is that what's
1: happening here now oh yeah i definitely assumed this was some family affair of uh this was a taught behavior from the family and they were like oh time to time to break it in johnny you know we're you're you're going on your first masturbation run and then they all all 14 of them Come well, you know, of age, of age,
0: of age for a rat. No, I know, but it just must be socially okay for rats then, because I know that would not fly in like the human world, you know. Well, I don't think
1: it's socially okay. I like to think this is some sort of like crime cult, crime cult rats of rats. Oh,
0: so there are good rats out there that are also trying to catch these rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and they're like, fuck those guys. They they give us rats a bad name. We're just out here yeah. trying to eat. <laughs> Human feces and whatever you throw in the garbage and terrorize uh, general neighborhoods. But these guys are making are uh, making eye contact while masturbating, and that's unacceptable.
0: All right, I got another police blunder Alex. At seven o eight a.m., a caller reported seeing fourteen rats going down on a possum. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> rats are big, and uh, possums aren't that big. That's too many rats for that possum. <laughs> well,
0: they're taking turns. <laughs> oh. God, now
1: I'm just... I want you to know that pause was me vividly imagining their little gnawing teeth.
0: <laughs> Dude, same. I thought about it too, and I was like, why am I picturing yeah. this? This is going to get us canceled, Alex.
1: <laughs> okay, I got one. I got one. Okay. At 1.03 a.m., a caller reported that their car had been missing. When the police arrived, they the caller... Realized that the car was in their driveway. There you go. Boom. Oh,
0: that's good. I like that. Yeah. And, and they had just forgotten to put their glasses on that morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely pictured them as an old person because there's no young people in your hometown. And then um, old people sleep at weird times. So I pictured them up at yeah. 1.30 uh, or 103, whatever I just said. And um, and then they were like, my car is gone. And then, yeah, the, when the cops get there, oh, maybe it's like a the one good-looking guy in town the one like you know 28 year old fit guy is is the new cop and the the person answers the door and they're like oh that's a pretty attractive cop and so they're like i gotta get my glasses on so i can see him better and then they're like oh that's my car
0: yeah yeah that's um okay last one yeah uh are you ready a caller reported dogs were in their yard again and had gotten into their trash and while they were digging around in the trash the dog found 14 rats yeah <laughs> jacking <up>. and then <laughs> it those rats
1: could take down, th- that's a pack of rats. That could take down a dog. Yeah. Depending how do- tiny the dog was.
0: A little, a little little fluffy foo-foo dog. Those those rats are going to win and, that. A, <laughs> a Bichon Frise, which as a kid, I want you to know, we were somewhere and someone's vanity plate said Bichon Frise, and I was like eight years old, and I asked my dad, "Why does how are they allowed to let their plate say Bichon Fries? <laughs> <laughs> it's Is that how you say
1: that? Is it like, uh, yeah. do you have to say it with more French play, I think like it's Bichon Frise. Bichon Fries.
0: Fris. I don't know. I don't actually know how to say it. I know it's not bitchin' fries. <laughs>
1: well, now my only goal in life is to somehow find a way to get bitchin' fries as a license plate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? I think that's the, the police blotter has been next week. I'll have a real one. I promise. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. All right. I will talk to you again soon, buddy. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by Jacob and Alex's parents, who brought them into this world and have yet to take them out of it. See you next week.